The first section of Psalms has been called the Genesis Psalms. They help us to realize that every good thing begins with God. The Psalms provide a roadmap for the journey ahead. In them, we learn to bring every emotion and experience of life into the presence of God. Join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. How do you like to end your day? You know, the world's philosophy is the evenings are for me. But I want to suggest to you today that the evenings belong to God. In fact, the whole day belongs to God. But the way you end every day is very, very important. We're walking through the Psalms, and we've come now to Psalm 4. It's a beautiful psalm. Listen to it. It's only eight verses long. David prays, Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me, and hear my prayer. O ye sons of men, how long will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love vanity and seek after leasing? Selah. But know that the Lord hath set apart him that is godly, for himself. The Lord will hear when I call unto him. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. Selah. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. There be many that say, Who will show us any good? Lord, lift thou up the light of thy countenance upon us. Thou hast put gladness in my heart more than in the time that their corn and their wine increased. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. Now this particular psalm, Psalm 4, has been referred to as an evening psalm for obvious reasons. Uh, David's talking about uh, staying on his bed, being still upon his bed, thinking upon his bed, and then finally saying, all right, I'm just going to leave it with God and go to sleep. The fascinating thing about the placement of Psalm 4 is that it is sandwiched between two morning psalms. You remember in the previous psalm, in Psalm 3, he said, I laid me down and slept, I awaked, for the Lord sustained me. So, you have the morning perspective. In the next psalm, which we're coming to, Psalm 5, he again speaks in the morning hours. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. So you've got the morning, the evening, and the morning. Here is the the beautiful message even in the method of these psalms. And it is this, God wants the beginning of the day, God wants the end of the day, God wants the whole day. You see, the morning and the evening are not the only times given to God, but they're like bookends on the entire day. Uh, Every day is a gift from God and all day is a gift from God. Now, Psalm 4 tells us two or three things. First of all, where does this particular psalm point to in history? Well, we know it's a psalm of David, and we believe it was written while he was still on the run from Absalom. In fact, it's been suggested that the placement of this psalm would go between 2 Samuel 17 and 2 Samuel 18. If you read the last verse of 2 Samuel chapter 17, it's pretty sad. David's been on the run. He's hungry. The people that are with him are needy. Verse 29 says that some people brought honey and butter and sheep and cheese of kind for David and for the people that were with him to eat. For they were said, for they said, the people is hungry and weary and thirsty in the wilderness. Notice how they're ending their day. Hungry, weary, and thirsty. Maybe as you begin to approach the evening hours, you think, that's me. 
I'm hungry and weary and thirsty. I'm spent. I have given everything I have, and I'm totally, thoroughly exhausted. What can I do? Well, read Psalm 4 and apply it to your life. It's an evening psalm. You see, what David did when he came to the end of himself is he turned to the God who has no end. You see, the end of you is the beginning of God. So when you are weary, he is not. When you are hungry and thirsty, he has more than enough. So Psalm 4 not only points us to some place in Scripture and in history, it points us to God. Who is God in Psalm 4? He is the God who hears us. That's the way the psalm begins. Hear me when I call, O God. He's not only the God who hears us, He's the God who helps us. He said, Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Do you feel like the world's caving in on you? Like the walls are closing in? You're in a tight spot? As people used to say, between a rock and a hard place. Well, I want you to know that God can help you right where you are. He can set you in a large place. It doesn't necessarily mean the circumstances are going to change, but He can give you liberty. And then, He not only hears you and helps you, but He is the God of true happiness. The Bible says in verse 7, Thou hast put gladness in my heart. You see, the Lord can give you His joy to be your strength. He can give you a song in the night. Remember, an evening psalm. You don't have to end with a sigh. You can end with a song if you get your eyes back on the Lord. And so, let me bring you to this simple application today. Psalm 4 not only points to David in history, and not only points to God as the God who hears and answers prayer, who helps us and gives us joy, but it points to something in our own life, something very practical and personal, and it is this, that the evenings belong to the Lord. And that the way you end your day is very, very important. Now, let me just put a little perspective on this. In Genesis 1, when God created the world, He said the evening and the morning were the first day. Why would He put the evening before the morning? Did you know that the Jewish day actually began at 6 p.m.? That they would see the evening hours not as the ending of one day, but rather as the beginning of another? I will tell you what I believe. I believe God always designed the evening to prepare you for the next day. Look, whatever happened this day, whatever failure, struggle, disappointment, frustration, that's behind you now. But you have a new day coming, and now is the time to prepare your heart for the prospect of a new day. Evenings are a time to reflect on the faithfulness of our God. So what should we do? Well, let's let the psalm speak to us. Listen to Psalm 4.4. First of all, stand in awe. What does that mean? Worship God. While you're on your bed, in the evening hour, time should be reserved to spend just alone with God. Did you know that's what Jesus did? That's when he most often fellowshiped with his father. He would go out to Gethsemane. He would go to a quiet place in the wilderness. And there he would pray. In the Old Testament, uh, they often had an evening sacrifice. Why? That's a time to commune, to worship. Psalm 55, 17 says, Evening, morning, and at noon will I pray, and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. So the evening hours are a time to worship, stand in awe. Then the Bible says, and sin not. May I suggest to you that evening hours are dangerous hours. You know, moments that are high and holy sometimes are anything but that, because that's when the devil loves to work. Did you know the devil loves the dark? He does his best work there. Sometimes night hours are his playground. Maybe it's our tiredness, our weariness. Maybe it's the feeling that the dark provides anonymity, but the flesh likes to rear its head up. So what must we do? Remember God. 
Psalm 63, 6 says, When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. Look, the night hours are times to think about God. So, first, worship the Lord, stand in awe. Second, guard your heart, sin not. Then Psalm 4, 4 says, Commune with your own heart upon your bed. What does that mean? I think the whole idea of commune here means to communicate. It's a time to rehearse the faithfulness of God. Psalm 92, 2 says, we're to show His loving kindness in the morning and His faithfulness every night. Write in a journal. Talk to your family about God's goodness and faithfulness and the blessings of that day. And then the Bible says in Psalm 4, 4, and be still. Uh, the evening hours are time to meditate, to think on good things, uh, put away hard thoughts and difficult things. Uh, Isaac went out in Genesis 24 to meditate in the field at eventide. That's a good pattern for us. Think on good things and the goodness of God as you end your day. Then you can say with the psalmist what he said in verse 8, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. End your day with God, and it will help you begin the next day with Him. Thank you for studying the Psalms with us. It is our sincere hope that you will spend time in God's Word today, finding divine direction and real encouragement for the road ahead. Visit scottpauley.org to download your free copy of a ready reference of the Psalms, along with other helpful resources for your Christian life. We would love to hear from you, and we look forward to having you with us again on the next Enjoying the Journey.